We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. What do you mean there I went? You. What about it? You just keep on going. I, I held it. Yeah, it was there. That was great. It was there. That was great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, new microphone, <laughs> new microphones in celebration this week. Celebration of what, Joe? In celebration of the Niners winning the NFC Championship and going on to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You know what I love about this the most is the entire year, all year, I've been seeing all these posts from the Bills Mafia, right? Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. And you know what happened? They didn't go to the Super Bowl. No. No, they they got beat by Houston, who subsequently got beat by I don't know, it was it Kansas City? Yeah, it was Kansas City. <laughs> who will now subsequently go on to get beat by San Francisco. You know, that's how it goes. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was in such a good mood Sunday night, and you weren't here to tell me no, so I bought, <laughs> I, I spent 300 bucks on new microphones. Well, I'm not angry. <laughs> They're pretty nice. Yeah. Nobody's talking about hockey. I haven't mentioned hockey once. The NHL All-Star Game is this weekend. That's uh, that's also putting me in a good mood. Right. Yeah, the WWE Royal Rumble is this weekend. That's oh, also wow. Everything. putting me in a good mood. And, of course, the 49ers going on to the Super Bowl in uh, in less than two weeks. Yeah. And, of course, this sun, uh, the this Thursday, t- tomorrow. 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 What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is 96 Bitter Beings at Mohawk Place. Really? Why is, why is that so special? Oh, that, that that's going to be a great show. I mean, the local support <laughs> is is worth the, the 15 bucks on their own. I, I agree, actually. But, but you, you, so you, I mean, you've got uh, Canaton, who we're going to play a little later on today. Yeah. And then you've got the Living Brain Dead. And then you've got, of course, 96 Bitter Beings featuring Darren Miller, the former frontman of CKY. That's pretty cool. And then you have uh, the Native Howl and Locust Grove. That's the... That, that's easily worth your, it's worth the 20 bucks you pay at the door. Right. But it's easily worth the 15 bucks that you could buy tickets from me for right now. If you need to buy tickets. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's neither here nor there. It's somewhere. It's, it's at Mohawk Place. Yes. That's where it is. It's tomorrow night at Mohawk Place and $15 pre-sale tickets available now. And twenty dollars at the door tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be selling cookies there. Yes, you are. I have to finish making my cookies. That you do. I keep um I keep saying I'm just gonna lay down and rest my eyes for a minute. And then I take a two hour nap. And then the cookies didn't get made. I actually <laughs> had uh, like a list of things I needed to do when I got home last night. Uh it's like, okay. Time to do all these. I gotta, you know, I gotta get all my stuff ready for the show. You know, I had to restring my guitars and I had to clean my ear earplugs. Oh yeah. And I had to, uh, you know, reorder my presets on my pedal because we're playing the songs in a different order. 
Right. So, right. <laughs> you know, had to get, had to kind of get ready and get everything up, up to, uh, up to speed. And of course I got the microphones yesterday. So the whole time in between jobs yesterday, I'm just sitting here like trying to find a good mic placement where I'm not going to pop P's and B's and like, it was weird. Cause I was doing, I was trying to do a voiceover on one of these and I said 24 and it went like right into the microphone. So it popped. Yeah. And it's like, that's a weird word to pop, but okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got new microphones and yeah, new road, pretty sleek. road pod mics. Shout out to Rode Microphones. Always. Uh-huh. Uh, literally every mic I use now in the studio is a Rode Microphone. Yeah. I got I got Rode Microphones. I got the Rode Mixer. Um, so they, uh, yeah, you know, and I, I shouted them out and I told them, hey, you know, in celebration of the Niners winning the uh, NFC Championship, I went out and bought three, uh, three of your pod mics. <laughs> and they said, that is an excellent way to celebrate. It is. I agree. I agree. 100%. Road microphones, shout out to you guys for making us sound great every week, even before we had these. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do a little uh, sound acoustic treatment up in here, though, because I can hear the... Hear the room. I can hear something. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes, so I'm excited. I'm in a great mood. I've been he, in a great mood. He's all but dancing. Um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all but dancing, but you weren't here Sunday, so. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, that's my brother's team. Uh, my brother living in Missouri, that's his favorite team, is the uh, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. And uh, I'm, you know, he's he was kind of chirping at me a little bit, you know, and I, we wished each other luck, basically. But, uh, you know, now he's he's chirping a little bit, so. Um, oh. I'm just going to, I'm going to let back, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let my team do the talking uh, at the Super Bowl. (laughs) Like I did with the Green Bay fans and like I did with the Minnesota fans and like I did with the Seattle fans. Yes, I am clearly sitting down. Thank you for noticing. I, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You're not all but dancing right now, I guess. I, uh, sure. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. But yeah, so um, yeah, I was super excited, and my my brother, of course, was super excited, and he's watching this NFC Championship game, knowing that the Chiefs are gonna play whoever wins, and I just I get this, oh man, if if they're gonna play like that in the Super Bowl, I'm kind of scared, <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, yeah, all we're doing is running the ball. We haven't even had to throw it. You think that you think that's our only bit of offense, and you're scared of that? Okay. <laughs> Wait till you see George Kittle in the Super Bowl, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> but um yeah. 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 So, I went and hung out with our buddies in the last rain. You did. You uh worked their merch table if I, I did. am not mistaken. I wasn't there. Yes, I worked there. <clears throat> I had to rearrange myself with the new microphones. What was that? Um, fri- Friday or was that Saturday? Um that was Friday. Friday, I was home watching SmackDown. Yes, you I, were. Because I knew I had to. And you know what? I was I was at the rec room and I was watching SmackDown. <laughs> um, but I did merch and I sold some cookies and got to catch some amazing metal music, which I don't do as often as I should. <laughs> but my sister just bought Machine Head tickets 
for her and I. You guys so are we're posting gonna be... those all over Instagram, I see. All that. Yep, yep, we are. We're excited. I just saw a picture. So a friend of mine got uh, Black Label Society tickets. Mm-hmm. But the uh, it says, I, I think they're fake. Yeah. And, and and I'll tell you why is because in the picture it says promoter presents. Yeah. And so I went to the page because I wanted to see like, okay, who's the promoter? Who's the idiot that didn't fill in the box of, of you know, what their name is, is and how it's supposed to go on the ticket. And it was Live Nation who yeah. is not going to fuck that up. No. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of concerned that my friend might have got fake BLS tickets. Yeah. <laughs> he could get real head PE tickets from me, though. <laughs> I got his name. It's already, like, you know, post-it note on the envelope. Like, yep. like, this dude's getting two tickets, and this other dude wants at least one ticket, so we've already got some tickets sold for that, probably more than we've got sold for tomorrow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's okay, though. So get there early, because we might be playing first. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I yeah. should tell Ailson so she actually might be able to catch you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're so we're doing Mohawk Place tomorrow night. It's our first time at Mohawk Place. That's exciting. Uh, we're doing um, uh, Nietzsche's next Thursday. Yeah. Uh, first time playing Nietzsche's. Mm-hmm. We're playing the Evening Star on March fourteenth. First time playing there. We're playing Montage Music Hall May first. First time playing there. You guys are getting around. Uh, we're playing the Plant and Old. I don't know if I can talk about this actually. <laughs> Olean, keep an eye out. <laughs> I don't know if I can go any further than that. Olean, keep an eye out for a, for a date coming up this summer for the Living Brain Dead. Uh, and then we're in talks to play a festival in uh, the like central New York. So sweet, yeah. Uh, we're just waiting on more information and and to actually get the invite before we confirm that one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. There's um, some all WNY stuff that's coming up, too. We just announced February 14th uh, the all WNY uh, fourth annual Black and Heart Ball. Uh, this one featuring the Neighbors Kids, Hearts and Hand Grenades, uh, and BD2. Yep. That's on Valentine's Day, February 14th at Stamps Doors at 8, Music at 9. It is 21 and up with ID. Costumes or formal dress are encouraged. There's going to be some formal dress. Because somebody got confused and told one of the band's it, formal dress. It actually, the, the band's decided formal dress, and I decided that I wanted a new corsage. <laughs> so I was going to allow formal dress. And then, of course, we also just announced the all-WNY prom, which is uh, June 13th, yep. also at Stamps. Yep. Uh, which you were also a little confused on when we went to go make an event page because you forgot. I'm not even, I'm not even completely 100% on that. I got to make some phone calls. You <laughs> you forgot that you booked a band on that show. Shut up. <laughs> what band did you forget that you booked on that show? The, the Living Brain Dead. <laughs> Say it louder so they can hear you. The, the Living the living Brain Dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here, and she, she's like, we need to make an event page for this. We got it all booked. We need a flyer and an event. So start making the flyer. And I pull up the other bands on the show, and she starts talking about um, Grizzly Run. And I'm like, oh, is that is that who you replaced that other band with? And she's no, they've always been on this show. So wait, how many bands did you book for this show? Just four. And now it's a three-band bill. Um <laughs> I think you're confused. So I got to reach out to Grizzly Run and just be like, <laughs> hey, did we have this conversation or was I eating the magic mushrooms again? Because we absolutely 
agreed to it. I remember it was... the conversation you and I had when we, when I said, "Hey, would you guys play?" Yeah, and in XM Priory is on that as well. Yes. So of course we were going to say yes. I know. <laughs> uh, and also Poison the Prophet on that show. Yep, from Rochester. Now that one is formal attire. Yes. Because that is a prom. It is a prom. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, contemplating what I'm going to wear. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> you know. What about I, that shirt that I got you for Christmas? It's maybe. It's. Too it doesn't big. match the colors, and it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt is huge, but I, I understand, you know, like it's a nice shirt. I really like it. If it was my you know size, what? I would wear it. You know what? <laughs> I, I'll wear it. I'll wear okay. it with my bright gold leggings. Okay. And Except the colors of the prom color is like that uh, powder blue. Oh, I just meant I was going to wear it. Oh, you were going to wear it in general. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, that's, um, that's, what uh, we've done over the past week is uh, me making fun of Karina for forgetting that she booked my band on a show. I'm forgetting everything. <laughs> I write things down so I don't forget them. I'm like, oh, every thought I have, write down. And then I write them down like two different ways. So you write them down in your notebook and then you don't like go back and look at them, I think. For me, I'm writing everything on post-it notes and it's all right in front of me. So, like, I had a whole list of things well, I needed to do when I got home last night that was, like, up on my screen, like... Where is my post-it note area? Where, I, don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Where, <laughs> where would I hang my post-it notes? On the cats? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, where else would you put them? That, that seems like the ideal place to put a post-it note. Yeah, but, you know, Whisper's going to piss on them, and fucking Gibson's going to eat them. And no, you just stick so it right on stick it right on side of Whisper, and he won't even notice the thing. He won't even notice there. <laughs> He's fat enough. Madison put a be... Madison once, like, made a, just took a piece of paper, wrote, pet me, and folded it in half, and set it right over on top of Whisper, and he didn't move for, like, half an hour. He was, <laughs> he was fine. Yeah. Laura says it's 2020. Who has a notebook? <laughs> I have a notebook. I feel better when I write things organically. I I just you know I have the post-it notes because I forget shit when I'm working. So I bought it originally to write shit down. Like okay, I need to remember this. Like I need to remember that I promised this guy I would do this job for him at this time or something like that because I would forget. Mm. And now I've got post-it notes and I'm like okay, well I'm gonna use I'm gonna write down. Uh, the information that I need to know for this, uh, for the show, I need to make a flyer for the information, you know, the, the set list I need to make for the show on, on Thursday, the, uh, things I need to remember when I get home from band practice so that I can, you know, be ready for the show on Thursday. Um, and like, I've always got my little post-it note with all the bands we're playing on the show, um, just yeah. ready to go so that, so that I know what button does what. <laughs> uh, no yawning. I'm sorry. No, I'll yawn. It's only 15 minutes into the show. I know you're boring me already. Do you carry? <laughs> Do you carry your notebook with your phone book? <laughs> Actually, my mother is having my mother is having an issue finding a not a phone book like the yellow pages, but okay. like um 
Like the, to, to write phone to numbers write the down? To write phone in? numbers in. I'm like, Mom, you don't do that anymore. That's yeah. why you have the phone book in your phone. Right. And she's like, no, I need one that goes next to my phone. But <laughs> that's but you have one in your phone. You uh-huh. Don't, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know if it's a combination of maybe that she's not sure how to use it or... Um, maybe okay. she doesn't trust the technology because if you think about it, like if the power goes out for an extended amount of time, like sure, your phone you can't like. But if 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 your phone is dead, you can't. That information's useless to you anyway. But you can still write to people, and my mom is the kind of woman that has your address too. Okay, she probably has your birthday in there too. Yeah, that sounds like my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's been a big news day, wouldn't you say so? We we were looking at some news before uh, we came on the air here. Um, sounds familiar. Yeah. So like, okay. So so let me let me let me tell you this. Um, if you haven't heard the news, uh, Mr. Peanut, the the advertising mascot, has died at For planters age, peanuts has died at age one hundred and four. Uh, and there's so there's delicious. there's video of this. It's on it's on. It's pretty brutal. It's apparently a part of their Super Bowl ad for this year. Is his death? He sacrifices himself uh, to save spoiler. his friends. No spoiler. Okay, sure. Um, which I mean, to be fair, the tweet actually said he sacrifices himself for you know these uh, you know Wesley Snipes and this other guy or whoever. You know? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so we watched this this sad sad video of Mr. Peanut sacrificing himself. And read this, you know, sad obituary that uh, Mr. Peanut's family put out on his Twitter account. And Karina's over here laughing. <laughs> She's like, oh, that commercial was cute. Like, <laughs> a, a mascot died. <laughs> Meanwhile, another mascot punched a 13-year-old kid in the back. <laughs> because apparently that's, you know. What it, did this kid do to deserve this? Apparently, if you're a member of the Philadelphia Flyers organization, you just punch people, I guess. I, oh. I don't know what Gritty was thinking. You never see Sabretooth do thinking. that. He wasn't thinking. He was. He has the crazy eyes. You you would never see Sabretooth do that. Sabretooth probably would have fought Gritty. Probably. Oh my God! Then, I want to see that fight. And then, uh, you know, like like Sourdough Sam, the 49ers mascot, would never do that. I think the I think the bull, uh, the, the 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 buffalo, the the bill Billy is UB, that the, the UB bull? No, no, the Buffalo Bills. Mascot, the bu- buffalo. Uh, oh, I don't know. Billy? Is that his fucking name? I don't know. <laughs> he he looks like the type that would punch a 13 I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah, I don't, I don't, he looks shady. He looks shady? Uh, he's, he's, he's pretty shifty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the rest of the Bills Mafia. He'd put oh, a 13-year-old through a table. Put a 13-year-old uh, through a table. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And yes. crush a beer over his head. But this is absolutely, like, like, yeah, the Mr. Peanut thing is an advertising campaign or whatever, but, like, this gritty thing seems to be real. That's awful. Like, police are investigating. I hope he didn't hit him, like, hard enough to hurt him. I, I mean, if the police are involved. I mean, it could just be, like... He uh, patted him on the back too hard? I, I don't... People people like to get the law involved a lot, I sometimes. Mean, I mean, we've, we've recently read stories of gritty, like, you know, there's a kid who's, <coughs> like highly contagious and can't leave his hospital room and gritty went to visit him with all this you know philadelphia flyer swag and everything contaminated his costume and went back to the games 
and infected everybody. That's what, that's what he got. He got sick from that kid, and he wasn't thinking straight, so he punched this other kid. Like, <laughs> damn fucking kids. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so apparently I, I'm, you know, a part of me is like this might be a PR stunt. Uh-huh. But another part of me is like... That's a bad PR stunt. Yeah, this is a bad PR stunt if this is a PR stunt. If they could think of Gritty, they can do better than that for a PA, PR yeah. stunt. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so, yeah, that's that's uh, some news. That's co- and then Eli Manning of the uh, New York Giants is retiring. Oh. The only guy to ever beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. Oh. He's he's retiring. That's news that came out. Derek Jeter's going into the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh. There's all kinds of crap going on now. Wow. Yeah. You know, I meant to turn on the real news today. Like, Who watches that? I I I don't, except what is, for what, when I'm at my mom's house. What is real news? What 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 what, what, like what channel? News. What channel is real news? What what s- what network? I would say what, what, is is um you gotta you gotta watch a little bit of this a little bit of that and filter through um like all of the, all of the news stations um so like is is fox real news no but the headlines might be <laughs> they might be <laughs> i get my news from twitter see that's I, that's the way to go because that's where you're gonna get the honest truth but i hate twitter you're going to get the honest truth. You're going to get I hate people. It so bad. Because you're going to see people on either side. You're going to see what they have to say. And you're going to, you can make your own opinion based on what other people are, you know, and you can learn a little bit about these things. So, like, if you don't know about something going on in the news, you can, you know, you can follow along on Twitter and catch up. I think that's, well, you know, that's maybe how I I'll have to try that, but you might have to help me because I really fucking hate Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter constantly. I am aware. I, I, uh, yeah. I, you know, I shout out to all my favorite, uh, brand names, road microphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I point out shitty service FedEx. <laughs> hey, that package today though. Hey, I'll, I'll give them credit. It was slightly pushed off to the right. It was still very visible from the street, I'm sure, if you were coming up from the left. But it was pushed off a little bit to the right, so it was a little bit better than just leaving it right at the top of the right at the edge of the top step. Are you flicking peanuts at me? No, I wouldn't waste a peanut like that on purpose. What, what was that? It was just a piece of paper. Calm, uh. your, calm your tits. <laughs> I feel like I've had to tell people to calm their tits a little too much lately. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, anyway. Anyway. But yeah, that's uh, you know, that that's how I got the news about Mr. Peanut. Yeah. And about Gritty who was on Twitter. Okay. So you know. All right. Um I mostly used Twitter back when I was at Full Sale to there was a dude that I like he was super arrogant, but he was like really good at his self marketing. He was like a singer songwriter. And oh, everything was like he was very self centered. I don't know. And so I was on Twitter, and, like, I followed him, and every 15 fucking minutes he would tweet, and a, a little droop would go off on my phone, and I'd be like, ah, fucking twat. Every time I would just <laughs> I would just use Twitter to call this kid a twat. And, like, I've never used it for anything productive. Wait, no, once to get some a refund for Uber. 
But I could oh, have yeah, just right. I could have just gone to Uber customer service. This is true. You could have, but you know, I wasn't. Shout out on. to Uber for their awesome customer service on uh, on Twitter. Like anytime I've ever had a problem with any aspect of Uber, be it be it a ride or Uber Eats or like a driver didn't show up or mm-hmm. whatever. Like if I tweeted about it, Uber's like, okay, cool. We looked into it. We'll take care of it. Here you go. Okay. I've like Uber is one of the best customer service experiences in my opinion uh, that I've ever dealt with. I had a great Uber ride yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I really liked the guy. Uh, he, um, so I had to go uh, to Walmart yesterday, which I don't like any of the Walmarts around here. I don't like Walmart in general, but they have what I needed. And they're the only place that has what I needed. So I had to order what I needed because they were out of stock. So I had to order it, ship to store because they had two sizes. I, I needed to get some uh, zip-up hoodies. Okay. So they had two sizes that I needed, but they didn't have the other one for ship to store because they had it already in the store. So I had to wait until the ship to store got there, go there, pick that up, find the other one. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and And it was just like, I'm sitting there. And, like, I got to uh, University Station, because you guys know I don't drive. Uh, I got to University Station, and I'm like, all right, when's my next bus? And it's like, I'm not, I don't want to sit here for a half an hour. Yeah, fuck that. So I Ubered over there, and that guy was just like, you know, didn't say a word. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there was a lady in the car next to us who was, like, grooving out, right? Oh. She's dancing. Yeah. She looks over at me. She points, because she sees me looking at her. She sees, me, she sees that I saw her, so I just gave her a thumbs up. You know, that was... That was <laughs> Uh, interesting. A Mentos moment. Sure. So I, I got to Walmart and I, I got everything. And then I got, um, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to really spend money on an Uber. I'm not going to Uber home from here. We're, you know, I might Uber home from downtown depending on how long until the next bus. So I got to, you know, I got downtown, but there was like a delay in the rail because they're doing, they're doing work on the rails. Okay. Um, yeah, until like mid-March, they said. Uh, um, so we get to like one part, and there's like no lights on. It's just dark. Like there's lights in in the car, like in the in the rail car, but not in the tunnel. It's just dark. And we're just, it's like, what the fuck? So I like kind of kind of took my headphones off, kind of like, like if you're watching on YouTube, kind of like this, like just one ear off. <laughs> and I'm like, what's what's going on? And I just heard something about, oh, there's no, you know, there's intermittent power to that area or something like that. Um, so by the time I got downtown, I think I had just missed the last bus, uh, not the last bus home, but the, the bus that would get me home. Uh, the pre, you know, I, I think I missed it by like a minute. That sucks. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm calling an Uber. So I get an Uber and I get in the car. The guy's like, Hey man, uh, you got any music preference? I said, nah, man, whatever, you know, whatever you want to listen to is cool with me. Cause I don't pay that much attention to the music when I'm in an Uber. Um, and he's like, okay, man, I'm going to go with my default classic jazz. I said, okay, cool. And we got into a conversation. Said, man, is, is jazz your favorite? Or like, do you just put it on for music in the car? You know, when you're driving, he says, oh, oh yeah. The ladder, man, the ladder for sure. Uh, you know, I, I definitely use it for music in the car, but you know, if I, you know, I just usually listen to whatever song pops in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, man, I listen to everything. I listen to Biggie on the way to Walmart. I listen to White Zombie on the way back from Walmart. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to every, a little bit of everything. So, yeah. so I was I was kind of uh, excited when he said, oh, I'm going to play some jazz. 
because I I don't listen to jazz. Right. Like I I don't go out of my way to listen to jazz. So I thought, hey, this will be kind of nice. This will be something. It's something different. It's something I don't usually listen to. I'm sure it'll be good. I enjoyed it. We had a great conversation about uh, musical tastes all the way back from uh, downtown. That's nice. And so I actually, uh, he did not put on all WNY. I should have sec- I should have suggested that. But anyway, um, <laughs> we so we he dropped me off at uh, Tops around the corner here because I had to I had to pick some stuff up. Chocolate chips. Yes, chocolate chips. Um, <laughs> so I stopped to uh, you know I had him drop me off and as I'm walking into Tops, I gave him a five dollar tip for a ten dollar ride. Wow. I'm just like, I, that guy was great. Like $5 tip, five-star rating. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was a nice ride. It was fun. That's good. It's, it's nice when you get a good driver who has, has, you know, decent conversations with you, you know? Yeah. A lot of times when I, fr- especially when I first get into an Uber, I don't want to talk. Like I, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm on my way to go sell cookies most of the time. If I'm not, on my way to sell cookies, I'm on my way to a doctor's office. I I don't feel like shooting the shit. I don't feel like talking about where I'm sure. going, why I'm going there. It's none of your goddamn business. Right. But uh, when you have a box of things, people tend to ask questions. <laughs> um, I like don't... that security guard at, uh, oh my at, gosh, at Mighty, Mighty Taco. Taco. <laughs> He's like, what do you got, a pet snake in there? I'm like, no, man, I got cookies. He's like, you got any peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> so she's at Mighty Taco selling yep. uh, selling ta- uh, selling cookies selling to the cookies. security guard. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was cool. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, a lot of times I you know I don't a lot of times drivers will try and have a conversation with you with me and I'll just be like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy like he was he was upbeat. Yeah. He, he was he was cheerful. He, Beginning of a shift, maybe. He was talking about music. I'm like, yeah, let's let's, let's talk about music. Let's do this. What better things? I'm, I'm down. Let's 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 have this conversation. Yeah. Um. So you know, it was it was uh, it was a fun ride, and I I felt compelled to give him the uh, you know the the rightmost tip on the screen. Because <laughs> like, okay, well, I don't really want to spend an extra five bucks on Uber, but that guy deserves an extra five bucks. Yeah. You know. You know what? Oh. I don't know if I told you this. I when I saw my new counselor this past week, mm-hmm. she told me not to tip my Uber driver. She said it's already included in the price the, their tip. No, it's not. She she said that she talked to Uber drivers and they're like, don't don't tip, um, like they already get paid for the ride. And she's like, no, they get paid for the ride, well, but a tip well, is. She said she said this to me. Okay, she said, okay, how much was your ride here for today? I was like, something like 10 bucks. She's like, how much time did it take? I was like, about 10 minutes. She's like, think about that. And then you tipped him. That's only $60 an hour. That's that's like, that's nothing. I, don't I know. laughed at Scott Leffler for saying that he appreciated $60 an hour from a client. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess, you know, not everybody has that luxury, but. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of music. Uh, this artist is playing tonight at Nietzsche's. It's an 8.30 door time. Uh, and, uh, this artist is called, Le- their name is Leda, L-E-Y-D-A. Uh, they're playing tonight at Nietzsche's with Timothy Alice and Carmen and Lizzie. Um, so once the show's I'm over. I'm glad that you can read your writing. I just remember what I was trying, <laughs> uh, what I was attempting to write there. Cause I can't read that either. But anyway, 
but yes, uh, later with uh, Timothy Alice and Carmen and Lizzie tonight, 8.30 p.m. at Nietzsche's. So you can listen to this whole show, hop in your car, go to Nietzsche's, find, uh, try and find parking, hopefully. Yeah, good luck. Um, and, uh, well, they have a parking lot, you know. Do they? It's a small one, a very small one. Is it, like, behind the bar? It's, it's like, on the side. Oh, I didn't know. So, um, anyway. Uh, and this song is called Take It Back on All WNY, Think So Joe Show. was later on all WNY think so Joe show that's pretty groovy yeah I dug it uh, when I was uh, when I was picking music earlier and programming it all yeah. sounded uh, I, I really enjoyed that uh, yeah. and that show is tonight 
Uh, Wednesday, January 22nd, 8.30 p.m. Doors, $5, 21 and up with ID. That's at Nietzsche's tonight. Uh, it is Leda, Timothy Alice, and Carmen and Lizzie. Um, that's all the information I have. So yeah. go enjoy that show. Sounds like it'll be a good one. Uh, also going on tonight, we have Bach and Brews that's going on at Community Beer Works on 7th Street <coughs> here in Buffalo, 527th Street. Uh, join us for Bach and Brews, a collaborative concert series pairing live music from the Buffalo Chamber Players with a beer from our 7th Street Brewery and Tap Room. The series is modeled after concerts held in the early 18th century by Johann Sebastian Bach at Café Zimmermann in Leipzig, a bustling cultural and culinary establishment that saw the premiere of many of Bach's secular works. Bach and Brews presents music by Bach and other Baroque masters along with more contemporary works, including those of several Buffalo-based composers. Experience these musical masterpieces in a relaxed, fun atmosphere while enjoying great food, drinks, and camaraderie. That's cool. That is cool. That's, that's a cool idea. That sounds like something fun to do. Yeah. Uh, if that's not your style, you can hit up this show at BJ's in Fredonia, and it starts at 10 p.m., so you have plenty of time to jump in your car from Buffalo <laughs> and get there after the show. Um, but uh, this is Johnny and the Man Kids, the Burkharts, and Marmalade Joe. Happy New Year. We couldn't think of any other way to kickstart this semester and welcome back all the Fredonia students. Then with this lineup featuring Johnny and the Man Kids, the Burkharts, and Marmalade Joe. First day of classes are probably going to suck, so when the day is over, come down to BJ's for cheap booze and great tunes. Get ready to make new friends and dance like crazy. Music at 10 p.m., 18 and up, $5, 21 and up, $1 at the door. I love that bar. I think you mentioned that last week. We mentioned a lot of these I, yeah. Wednesday shows last week. Um, yeah, you said uh, you were dating somebody in Fredonia. Is that I what was, the... Yeah, I, I met the guy while we both went to NCCC. And then he graduated and went to Fredonia. And I stayed at NCCC for some another few semesters. Um, excuse me. But then we only really dated for like half a semester because I guess he was maybe dating this cute blonde chick too. <laughs> she was cute it's whatever <laughs> speaking of cute blondes oh good segue <laughs> uh tomorrow night at 189 burger 189 main street uh in east aurora uh you can go catch lexi rain back at it again at my favorite venue to play ever put this date in your calendars because it's going to be a night of great food and awesome music there will be another acoustic act playing before or after me and once I know this I'll have a more specific time to add to the event RSVP now so Lexi rain tomorrow night at 189 burger in East Aurora okay I click the button go to the next thing the button did the thing with the thing okay, okay. anyway. Uh, so this is a movie. This is not music. Yeah. Um, they they mentioned it when I asked about the events. Sure. And I mean, so, I guess it is an event. And it's being put on by, like, a local um, something or another. Sure. Uh, Thursday Night Terrors Season 8 kicks off in just three weeks. Well, I guess not three. It was three weeks from when they wrote the description, which is why yeah. you don't put it's this long away in your description on your event. Anyway. Thursday Night Terrors Season 8 kicks off with John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness on Thursday, January 23rd. Two shows, 7.30 p.m. and 9.35 p.m. 
Located at the Dipson Amherst Theater, 3500 Main Street in the University Plaza across from UB South Campus, tickets are available online at the Dipson Theater's website as well as in person at the theater box office. Arrive early to enter the free Thursday Night Terrors raffle at the 7.30 p.m. show and pick up some awesome horror merchandise for sale by Dead End Toys and Tees in the lobby of the theater. Since Prince of Darkness is the first screening of Terrors 8, we're hoping to make it a big one, so please spread the word. That's what we're doing. Thank you for your continued support, Terrors crew. There we go. Uh, And then uh, also tomorrow night, this one at 8 p.m., uh, it is tourist, uh, Tortoise Forest, easy for me to say, with Grosh at Tudor Lounge. Uh, tortoise Forest is back with our monthly residency. This month, we're featuring our good and amazingly talented friends in Grosh. Music at 9 p.m., no cover. Grosh is a high-energy rock band from Buffalo, New York, featuring Grace Logan, Josh English, Megan Brown, and Dylan Hund. With influences from bands such as Led Zeppelin and Pearl Jam, the band writes music that is visceral, heavy, and inspiring. That is tomorrow night at Tudor Lounge for free. Even and, though it's and, free. And, 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 and don't let the shitty influences of Led Zeppelin and Pearl Jam fool you. Grosh <laughs> is, really an, good. is an incredible band. <laughs> also going on tomorrow night, this at the Chandelier Bar at Salvatore's, six, uh, 6461 Transit Road in Lancaster, uh, it's our friend AJ Tetzlaff who has a bunch of shows coming up. Over <laughs> yeah, the, he's, he's gonna be busy. He's got four shows in the next three days, and this is the only one that has an event page. So this is the only yeah. <laughs> this is the one that we're gonna talk about. Enjoy ten dollar gourmet burgers all night. Chandelier Bar ten dollar burger Thursdays. Start your weekend off with start off your weekend with martinis and manicures happy hour at the spa at the Delavan every Thursday and Friday. And music from AJ Tetzlaff tomorrow night. Um, here can I. Okay. Sure. Uh, on the 24th, which what day of the week is that? That's Sat- Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Uh, AJ is going to be at Public House on the Lake at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 25th, he's going to be at Tudor at 3 p.m. And then the 25th, he's also going to be at the Public House Buffalo at 8 p.m. So, um, you know, if you miss him at Salvatore's, if that's not your scene. Yeah. <laughs> you got four, uh, four chances to see him in the next three days. So. Yeah. Uh, you've got one chance to see Living Brain Dead in the next three days, and that is tomorrow night at Mohawk Place. Oh shit! It is ninety six bitter beings featuring Darren Miller, former frontman of CKY. Uh, that is, uh, he'll be performing new songs along with CKY hits, along with the Native Howl, Locust Grove, the Living Brain Dead, and Canaton. That's tomorrow night. Fifteen dollar presale tickets still available from both local bands. And FTP, FTMP events, uh, $20 day of show. So you want to get those tickets right now. Yep. Uh, 18 and up with ID, uh, no ID, no entry, of course. Doors at 6 p.m. And tickets from your local bands on the show, us and Canaton, uh, or at purplepass.com slash bitter 012320. Go ahead, say it. I'm not going to remember the damn link. Just get it from one of the bands. Yes. The 24th is Friday. I, 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 my lead singer has helpfully pointed out to me. He is thank correct. You, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> he is correct. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, all right. So this uh, going on uh, also on Friday um, is uh, from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. at Mohawk Place. 
Uh, it is Rock a Mile and Their Shoes, a benefit for crisis services. It's that time of year for the fifth annual Rock a Mile show. Rock a Mile and Their Shoes is an annual event featuring artists and bands standing in solidarity with survivors of sexual violence. This is a benefit show to raise money and awareness for the Crisis Services Advocate Program, which provides free and confidential response and support for survivals of sexual and domestic violence 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There was that pop with the 24, did you hear? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I got to move over slightly. Anyway, um, <laughs> the Advocate Program is committed to empowering survivors of sexual and domestic violence and strives to reduce the impact of violence and build a safer community. All of the monies raised at the show will be given as a one-time donation to the Advocate Program, which is Erie County's designated Rape Crisis Center. This year's lineup features performances from Boy Jr., who we're going to play in a few minutes, uh, the Glam Vamps, Zach Ward, the Jennies, and DJ sets from Mike West and Dante Valor. This year's event is generously sponsored by Community Beer Works. Again, that's tomorrow, uh, excuse me, Friday night at Mohawk Place uh, from 8 to 2 a.m., 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, and also going on on Friday night, uh, the struggling productions, look at, look at this jerk. He, he, he makes it, he makes it, puts a show up against a, a, a very good charity event <coughs> and he looks like a, he, did you see his video? I didn't see, I don't care. Ryan Garnett of the, uh, struggle is real Buffalo music podcast. He shaved his beard. He looks ridiculous. He looks like he's 12. That's cute. That was a waste of a perfectly good beard. Anyway. Uh-huh. It was a pretty good beard. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. You guys know. Uh, speaking of Ryan, by the way, it, for all of you wondering when we're doing announcements for the All WNY Awards, Monday. Monday oh, okay. on YouTube, on All WNY. So go on, on the All WNY YouTube channel and subscribe now because we'll have that live on Monday. Uh, and also, we'll be doing a live on-air all WNY broadcast at the same time as we're doing yeah, as we're doing right now. Except this is on the Think So Joe channel on YouTube, Think So Joe <coughs> Show channel on YouTube. Anyway, uh, but the struggling productions is proud to bring you an all-ages night of raucous rock at the Niagara Buffalo Hostel with a diverse lineup of up-and-coming local bands, including Muddle, Sheridan, Gunther's, uh, no Gunther's Radio, sorry. Um, <laughs> And Eleni DeGeorge, that's $5 admission, all ages, doors at 6.30, music at 7.30. And, of course, he put himself on the show because he's part of Eleni's band. <laughs> oh, he is? Yes. That's cute. Anyway. I didn't know. Nah, seriously, though, that's uh, that seems like a pretty good lineup. It does seem pretty good. <laughs> uh, then this one is also Friday at Hot Mama's Canteen. It is Filthy Little Angels. Uh, 9 to 11, just a filthy little blues band playing and singing. Come on down and shake your tail feathers. Grab a drink and a late night bite to eat. Well, that sounds like a nice evening. Yeah. <laughs> we should go shake our tail feathers. We, we should. Uh, also Friday, uh, this one at Milky's. This is Tooth Citrus Maxima Hydrone at Milky's. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. It's about to go down at Milky's January 24th. Yeah. $5 cover, 21 and up. Tooth, lo-fi garage rock from Western New York formed in the chaos of the SUNY Fredonia underground scene. Citrus Maxima, indie rock trio from Albany, New York with an infectious expertise in melody and hydrone, energetic garage rock tinged with psychedelia and punk hailing from Columbus, Ohio. That sounds like a fun show. 
I've been to Columbus, Ohio. I don't think there's anything punk at all about. <laughs> that's, a, mean, that's, a, that's a working class. You know what? I take that back. That's a working class town, just like Buffalo is. Columbus is a great city. I don't know if I've actually been to Columbus. I, I got I spent a night in Columbus. I uh, I went to a hockey game there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, D- David Laguan scored for the Sabres from his own end of the ice. It was great. Nobody was paying attention except for me. So I saw it, <laughs> and everybody just kind of looks up like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, Laguan shot the puck. It bounced over Bobrovsky and into the net. Sabres scored, shorthanded, from their own end of the ice. Anyway, that, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good show. That's at Milky's 9 to 11 on Friday. Saturday night, pretty sure this is Saturday night. I didn't look at the date. Saturday night, uh, this is the Janie Crash and the Tall Man 5th anniversary Celebration. Yay. We love Janie Crash and the Tall Man. I don't think there's any secret there. We, Happy they're, they're, anniversary, guys. We uh, we absolutely love them and appreciate everything they've done for us. Their family. Just just like they appreciate everything we've done for them. We're uh, living brain dead right now is talking uh, about trying to get something going with them. Uh, can't give details right now because we don't know. <laughs> and we don't know that we're going to be in. But uh, when this event takes place, we will definitely... Uh, promote it for them on their behalf because we absolutely love Janie Crash and the Tall Man. But I digress. Janie Crash and the Tall Man turns five. That's right. Our first show was 1-25-2015. And to celebrate, we have found the set list that we played that night and we'll be doing a live stream of us performing it from the comfort of our house. At the time, our vision was to be a fairly straightforward Americana band and the songs we performed then reflected that. If you've seen us many times, you may have heard us do most of them at some point, but there are other songs we stopped doing after the first few shows as we turned louder and faster. Following that special set, we'll do a second set of newer songs and covers that we've done throughout the years. If we get really motivated, then we'll even try to finish up a new song or two by then. Please join us live at 8 p.m. on Facebook.com slash Crash. That's where I'm going to be. I think is where I'll be Saturday night to watch. There's an NXT show that night. I I don't know. Mm. (laughs) We'll we'll see what I, maybe I'll I'll watch NXT and then I'll watch the replay of the Janie Crash. I'll do something. Watch the replay of NXT. But if I don't watch it live, I can't tweet along. Oh my God. Tweet along with, oh my God. (laughs) Anyway. Fucking twat. Uh, January 25th, Saturday, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. at the Ontario House, a.k.a. Stone Jug, at 358 Main Street in Youngstown, New York. Uh, Friendly Foes returns to the Jug for three full sets of music, including a special second set tribute to Talking Heads and a third set of almost all debuts. Music starts at 8 p.m. And for some reason, there's Thermopolis.com, T-H-U-R-M... O P O L I S. I don't know if that's their website or what. I have no idea. It's just there. It's in the description. Saturday, 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. I don't think that's right. Nope, probably not. Uh, But Adapt or Die at the Spot. Um, Hardcore Punk at the Spot. First show we've thrown in years. Adapt or Die is an idea from Travis Johnson and Derek Dole to write a studio album and never play a show. Eric Hughes was recruited to play drums for the project. We had so much fun recording it that we decided to get Nate Patterson to play bass and do a one-off show in the spot where we recorded it. This is not a new band that will exist into the future. This is a one-off show for the hell of it with no intention of ever playing again, so come out. 
We will have physical CDs of the album that we will be literally giving away for free because we at Bankrupt Studios are stupid and never try to make back any money we put into anything. Jeez, why is their name Bankrupt Studios? Anyway, I don't remember how many CDs we made, but it's not a whole bunch, so if you want one, make sure to show up on time. Uh, the War Lovers from Syracuse will be playing too. Uh, and then it says Chronic Failure. I assume that's another band. It sounds like a good band name. Uh, I mean, there was a band called Chronic Future that was pretty good. Uh, I digress. Anyway, uh, music will start sharply at 7. If you don't know where the spot is, message me privately. Not me. The guy. The guy. Who, who made the event The guy page. who made the... Yeah, not, not, bankrupt not me. I don't know where the spot is. No, I don't know either. I, I also don't know where the soup is. I have an idea, at least, like that the soup is in Buffalo. I, I don't know where this... I, I do know where the bronze is. I've been there. That that one I do know. <laughs> I don't even know what town you got, the spot is in. You got all these You got all these venues that say, ask a punk. Don't ask me. I don't know. No. no. <laughs> uh, anyway. This one is Saturday, January 25th, uh, 25th. Easy for me to say. Fuzzy and the Rust Belts, David Rizzuto and more. And more. Not that and more, though. Oh, okay. Uh, but Saturday, 6 to 11 p.m. at Stamps, FTMP Events presents Fuzzy and the Rust Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. What the fuck? I can't talk right now. Uh, with Kelsey Law, Porcelain Train, David Rizzuto, and Will and Alex. Saturday, January 25th, $8 presale, $10 day of show, 18 and up with ID required. No ID, no entry. Doors open at 6 p.m., Tickets at purplepass.com slash fuzzy 012520. That is the date of the show. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure it makes sense to somebody somewhere. Makes sense to me. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, this, this is, is um, cool. This is Music is Art presents Winter Jam 2020. And I saw this, I was like, okay, cool, you know, probably some bands that are, like, affiliated with the Music is Art program. No, this is the bands that the Music is Art program is designed to help. This is cool. The Music is Art, uh, Music is Art is proud to present our annual Winter Jam featuring high school ensembles from all over Western New York. Saturday, January 25th, 2020 at Asbury Hall, 6.30 p.m. doors, 7.30 p.m. show. General admission is $10 advance, $15 day of the show. The 2020 Music is Art Winter Jam will feature groups from Alexander High School, Charter School for Applied Technologies, Cheektowaga Central, Kenmore East High School, uh, Lockport High School, Niagara Wheatfield High School, Starpoint Central, and more. And more. Not that and more. Oh. Anyway, uh, that's, yeah, that's um, at Asbury Hall, 341 Delaware Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14202. Tickets through Eventbrite. Um, but that's, uh, this is the ideal thing for music is art to do this is this is what they do they they provide instruments and funding for for band programs and schools that's Mm -hmm. what music is art is all about and this is the absolute perfect event for them to have that's going on saturday at asbury hall very cool uh and this is uh also saturday at 8 p.m at mr good bar uh party in the attic with hubcap nerds in denial and ecoda uh, Good Bar presents Party in the Attic with special guests Hubcap, Nerds in Denial, and Ecota. Doors to Upstairs open at 8 p.m. $5 presale, $10 at door, 21 and up with ID required. No ID equals no entry at Mr. Good Bar, 1110 Elmwood Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14222. The only good reason to go to Mr. Good Bar is because ETS is a block and a half away. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm sure these bands are great and everything, but, uh, and they're also, um, you can Venmo or cash app them. Uh, the, the people in the band, I guess, uh, to get your presale money oh, that's cool. thing, I guess. That's convenient. And get enrolled into their free drink raffle. So, uh, look for that event page and get all that information. Uh, this also going on Saturday at the original warehouse. It doesn't say where that is. It just says Buffalo, New York. Impact is back after some R&R in Cali. First time at the original warehouse. Oh, there we go. 4360 South Mile Stripe Road, Blaisdell. <laughs> That's what it says. That's not me making a mistake. That's what it says. Uh, 14219. Let's, plac- uh, let's pack the place for Tommy Hur's first Impact show. Can't wait to see you all. I don't know what Impact is. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure they're phenomenal. They're they're named after a, a failing wrestling organization. Why did and I know? Why did I know it was going to be a wrestling <laughs> wrestling or Simpsons references all day, Song every ra- day? The uh, Western New York Music Industry Alliance songwriting peer group for January is this coming Monday. Of course, it's everything they do is on a day I have a podcast. Because <laughs> I got the All WNY Awards yeah. podcast, which we don't have an event page or anything for. So just putting it out there, be prepared Monday when we're just like, oh, by the way, guys. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, this group gives us the feels every, it gives us all the feels every time. Come check it out and join us for a night of trading songs for fear, uh, for peer feedback. Uh, bring your instrument, a demo, lyric sheets, a blank pen and paper, or just your listening ears. We'll provide a snack and a few beers for those who are of age, but feel free to bring something to share. All levels of experience welcome, free for paid members, $5 for non-members. That's awesome. And that's going on Monday at Music is Art, 617 Main Street, Suite 220 in Buffalo. And we're going to go beyond next Wednesday's show. Oh, and we're going to talk a little. about just a, just a, just a small tiny bit, and and this is because uh, I really we haven't promoted this show at all because <laughs> we've been so heavily focused on um, getting the word out about ninety six bitter beings, trying to sell tickets for that and get people in the door at Mohawk Place. Um, if CKY is not your thing and you don't want to check out the big national bands. There is a nice little $5 three-band bill going on next Thursday night. Uh, it is the Jennies, the Living Brain Dead, and Dope City Kid. Uh, that's going on at Nietzsche's Thursday, January 30th from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, and I can tell you that we are the band that's ending at 12 a.m. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, you know it's only five bucks. It's 21 and up though. So if you if you have your 18 year old that wants to come see the band. Um, you're better off bringing them to Mohawk tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is 21 and up. Uh, the Jenny's Dope City Kid Living Brain Dead at Nietzsche's next Thursday night. Okay. And um, looking forward to that one. I've seen the Jenny's before. I I, I I like their music. I haven't seen them though. I I got to see them uh, at Mohawk Place, and I thought they were really uh, I thought they were really good. Yeah. And um. I'm not really familiar with Dope City Kid. I listened to a little bit of their music. I liked it, so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to getting yeah. to play with some of these, you know, getting to play with these bands, um, which was like a really, you know, something that I was just like, as soon as like the thought of, okay, I guess I'm coming out of retirement now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as that thought hit, I'm like, man, I get to, I can play with all these bands that I really like. Yeah. 
You know, I, I get, I, I could play with the Dreadnecks and I could play with XM Priory and I could play with, uh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, uh, yellow sauce. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, the Jennies are, uh, are a fantastic band and I'm looking forward to getting to share a stage with them and, uh, uh also dope city kids. So, yeah. uh, we're looking forward to that next week, next Thursday. Um, but we'd really appreciate if you came out to support us tomorrow night for uh, for ninety six bitter beings. Yeah, tickets I mean, still available. It's, it's a fifteen dollar ticket, and you get to see like one of the most popular bands of like the nineties and early two thousands, right? What? what well, you the front, get away the front from man. CKY. You couldn't the get fr- away from uh, like. I never got into CKY myself. Yeah, but I would go like I couldn't go anywhere without seeing that logo. Yeah, I, can, I know. I, can, I know. I can see that logo in my head right now. That uh, that yellow and red CKY logo. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't escape that back then. So you know, people really dug that band. I was listening to '96 Bitter Beings earlier, and I thought I, I just thought like that band themselves is fantastic. I actually haven't heard guys. Them. They do a cover of Michael Jackson's "Beat It." Is that who that was? Yeah, like okay. like I wasn't in the room. You were outside the room, and all, I just. I heard like din 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 din. I'm like, is that Michael Jackson? Why is there Michael Jackson coming from the studio? And I came in here and I realized it was 96 Bitter Beings covering Beat It. I don't know if they'll play it tomorrow night, but you know, that's, they might. Who knows? I uh, that's pretty cool. You know, you get to hear some uh, non-genre covers tomorrow night because you get to hear them play that. And of course, we've got Earth Angel. And- yeah. I like, I like that that cover of Earth Angel. We're not doing the Blink-182 Rick Astley thing tomorrow. You don't have to worry about that. Well, you don't have to do shit like that because you got me the 45. That's right. I did. You, all you have we're to not do doing is... That, we're not doing that tomorrow, but we're likely doing that next <laughs> Thursday. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then then by May 1st, when we do the Barksdale CD release, we'll... Uh, or March 1st, rather, we'll, we'll hopefully have some new music. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of music... Um, we're going to play a band from Rochester now. Uh, this artist is called Boy Junior, and they are playing the uh, Rock a Mile show for Crisis Services Friday night at Mohawk Place, um, which it's for a good cause. I don't remember the price, but who fucking cares? It's for a good cause. Yeah, so if, go, you, if you have it. Go, go and support Crisis Services. And, uh, you know, we... <laughs> Uh, we, that's a, a charity that we have worked for in the past. Yes, we have. And uh, they sent us a really nice thank you note. We we didn't need it. Right. We uh-huh. were happy. We were more than happy to help them, but they were very appreciative of it. So uh, we'd be very appreciative of it if you were to go check out that show on Friday and yeah. uh, and donate some money. Um, but anyway, uh, this is Boy Jr. from Rochester, and this song is actually called Anyway, anyway. on All WNY <laughs> Think So Joe Show.
that was Boy Junior on all WNY. Th- don't you laugh at me on all <laughs> WNY. Thanks so Joe show that song called Anyway again Friday night at Mohawk Place uh, for Rock a Mile for Crisis Services. Uh, that just seems like an awesome show that's that's going on there. Yeah, I might uh, be interested in going to a show on Saturday, but uh, I'm, I need to find out something <laughs> for sure before uh, I'm gonna send a text out during the next song break and see if I can. <laughs> get the information I need, but we'll talk about that if I'm correct. Um, but anyway. Anyway, what's up? So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you were just saying uh, how good her voice was. Yeah, I really um, didn't expect a voice like that from a an act called Boy Junior, <laughs> <laughs> to Underst- be honest. And, and understandably so. <laughs> Uh, no, um, that was that was fantastic. Yeah, I thought um, I thought it was that it was really good. And um, as I'm recording the songs into the board to get ready for the show, I'm just like, are we just playing all female fronted bands aside from Canaton? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, no, I I thought uh, both of the artists we've played so far tonight, Leda and uh, and Boy Junior, both had fantastic voices and, yeah. and very. Uh, interesting styles. Yeah. I, uh, um, you know, is probably the best way to describe both of them at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, they both have, uh, great shows going on. Of course, tonight at Nietzsche's with Timothy, Alice and Carmen and Lizzie for Leda, uh, and Boy Jr. Of course, Friday at Mohawk for the, uh, Rock a Mile for Crisis Services. Yeah. Which, uh, again, you know, excellent charity event going on that night. Yeah. Or you could skip that and go to the Struggling Productions show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Muddles on that Struggling Productions show. So I, I, I hear I, fan, I hear uh, amazing things about Muddle. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Anyway. I can't get comfortable with the new microphones. Why? I don't, I don't feel close enough. You don't feel it because because you're used to being like right up on it and like right with the windscreen in your face. Oh yeah, I guess the windscreen. You don't. We would, don't need to sit here. We don't. Need, we just need proper mic technique, and we don't need windscreens with these microphones because there's one my, built in. How's my technique? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you just fine. So everything everything seems to be working. Okay. Shout out to Rode microphones again Ooh. for these great new. Uh, road mics that we uh, just picked up after the Niners made it to the uh, big game at the end of the season there. <laughs> Are you talking about basketball again? No, I'm not talking about basketball. <laughs> I am never talking about basketball <laughs> unless I explicitly state, hey, basketball player. <laughs> if I'm not talking about Michael Jordan or Dennis Rodman or Charles Barkley, I am likely not talking about basketball. <laughs> what about NBA jams? Ooh, NBA jam. So, so big news out of uh, the uh, the big uh, like uh, CES Consumer Electronics Show. Big news is they had an arcade one up NBA Jam that is connected to the internet, and you get free online play. Wow! So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've avoided spending money on arcade one up so far. <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like it's narrowly that you've gotten They keep putting out fantastic games. They've put out the entire Mortal Kombat trilogy. Um which I there's rumors going around right now that the Mortal Kombat collection online 
just got a uh, a rating in the UK, like from their equivalent to the ESRB. So like you know like like ours would be like rated M for mature or whatever. Oh okay. So like like there's rumors that the Mortal Kombat collection online just got um, added to the uh, just it just got rated in the UK. And where I'm at with this is like that would be much better for me to get than like the Mortal Kombat arcade one up because I already own all of the Mortal Kombat, Mortal, you know, Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and Ultimate 3. Mm. Um, I already own those six, seven times over at this point. <laughs> but the Mortal Kombat collection online, it is those three games, but completely revamped. Like, Ooh. like read, like they, they got new actors in, they redigitized everything. They did it from the ground up to play exactly like the original three Mortal Kombat games. Okay. But with better graphics in a high definition, you know, it's just so now it's like, ooh, well, if that's coming out, there's a, why the fuck do I want to buy those same three games again? Laura keeps saying there's no audio. I absolutely do not believe her at all. But why does she do this to us? Because she's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I didn't want to click that. I want to go think so, Joe show. The last thing I searched for was the uh, freecreditreport.com jingles. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, there's audio. Liar. Anyway. <laughs> because she's a troll. She's a troll. That's exactly right. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, the last thing I looked up on my phone from YouTube was the uh, freecreditreport.com jingles. Yeah. I don't know why, just like one night I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I'm like, uh, you know, um, I start singing the one where he's in the, the crab restaurant, you know, yeah. where, he's, where he's working because he had to earn money because he couldn't get his dream job because he didn't have his, uh, he didn't have good credit. Okay. Yeah. I So I, that got stuck in my head. I'm like, man, you know, there were a lot more commercials than this, weren't there? So I, I looked it up on YouTube and there was like a whole video of like nine of them. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like a glorious waste of time. It was a glorious waste of time. I, <laughs> I greatly enjoyed it. And then I was sitting here for the next, like, three days singing the other uh, freecreditreport.com songs. <laughs> I'm glad I missed that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think you've entirely missed it, because I've been in here doing it, like, just in between jobs, like... Uh, should have gone to free credit report. <laughs> <laughs> those commercials were awesome, weren't they? Like they, 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 everybody loved those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mi I missed them. They they went away. There was only nine of them. That sucks. I maybe there will be more. Maybe I don't know. I, that was like a, you know that was a real band that yeah. did all those songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do remember that. One of the many useless facts you get here on the Think So Joe show. Right. Like, did you know the dude in the Pretty Fly for a White Guy video that plays the Pretty Fly White Guy? His real name is Guy. <laughs> he actually went on tour with the Offspring. I saw him. I saw him at uh, the Burt Flickinger Center. Oh, really? Yeah, right downtown here in Buffalo. Yeah. That was a that was a fun show. Uh, I want to say the opening acts were The Living End and Ozo Motley, but I could be wrong. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen The Offspring with The Living End and Ozo Motley, and I'm pretty sure that was the... No, no, no. 
Yeah, that was the show, I think. Oh, my God. Because I've seen Ozil Motley twice. I've seen The Living End twice. I've seen The Offspring like four or five times. Um, so, you know, everything kind of blends together now. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've, uh, I'm pretty sure that was it. The Living End and Ozil Motley and The Offspring at uh, the Flickinger Center. And um, I think that might have been the first time I saw Ozo. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, geez, I don't even remember. Because <laughs> uh, I saw, I know I also saw Ozo with the uh, Cherry Pop and Daddy, uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies. Yeah, which was a crazy fucking show. That was just great. They had like at one point they had like a yellow light on, mm. like in between bands, and just everything looked black and white. Oh, cool! Like it had the effect of making everything look black and white. Except for this girl, Sarah, that I met for the first time that night. She had these shiny pink pants on. <laughs> they, were shiny, they were shiny pink and black striped pants. And the pink was the only color you could see, the pink in her <laughs> pants. And uh, I'm still friends with her to this day. I went. Uh, she was the one I went to New York to do the movie for. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that was, that was like the only hint of color. Like, was like, you could see the lights were yellow and her pants were pink. That's cool. Everything else looked black and white. It was cool. It was like Pleasantville. Uh-huh. That was a cool movie. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think I own that. <laughs> seen that a few times. I like. It. I I don't watch a lot of movies, but that was a good one. Yeah. 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 When I got to see Alto Motley, it was in Orlando. Okay. And um, Soliloquists of Sound, who are from the Orlando area, they're a hip hop group. They they opened up the show, and then it was Alto Motley. And they closed their set with a conga line through the audience. And oh, yeah. I thought that was, like, the coolest thing. Did they open by coming through the crowd playing marching band instruments? No, that's how they left. Oh, well, that's how they opened the couple of times I saw them. Well, <laughs> after, after Ozo Motley, it was fucking bad brains. This was probably the best concert that I have ever been to. Not one single person was holding still. Not one single person wasn't smiling. It was so fun. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told this story on the air, but I met Ozo Motley uh, after the Cherry Pop and Daddy's show. Yeah. Like, I I went there with my friend Katie, but they weren't able to drive me home. Her and her sister mm-hmm. weren't able to drive me home. So it was like, okay, how the fuck am I getting home? Uh, I ran into Kevin at the show. That's actually how I met Sarah, because he introduced me to Sarah. Um, and then... Um, one of my other friends uh, was there, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my buddy here, we'll give you a ride home, no problem. She's like, do you mind if we, like, go around back and try to meet the bands first? And I, I'd never done that before. I never <laughs> even thought of that. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. That's so, only in movies. So they're like, they're like, yeah, yeah, come around back with us, and we'll, we'll try and meet the bands. So we get out, and we go out back, and, uh, like, that night, the singer from Cherry Pop and Daddy's was, like, really, really fucking sick. Mm. So, like, he went out and he... You wouldn't be able to tell just by watching him perform that he was sick. But we met a bunch of the guys from Cherry Pop and Daddy's, but he was, like, on the bus drinking tea and, and yeah. eating soup and shit. Like, wow. Like, he was just not feeling well. Uh, so we met some of the dudes from, from Cherry Pop and Daddy's, and Ozo Motley were out there. And Ozo Motley's out there with a video camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, and uh, so they they come up to us, and they're filming us, and they're like, oh, so where are you guys from? Like, yeah, we're from Niagara Falls. Oh, you guys are from Niagara Falls? Have you ever gone over the, f- have you ever gone over the falls in a barrel? Like, uh, no. It's like, were you raised by wolves? <laughs> uh, 
No. <laughs> I don't know if they ever use this footage for anything, but if there's an Ozo Motley, uh, like, documentary out there, you might want to check it out <laughs> and see if, like, uh, you know, 18-year-old me is in there, 16 or 17-year-old me or whatever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. We're so old. Yeah, I met them. I, I saw them at, like, UB or something like that. I, I know it was a college. I don't know which one. Um seen a lot of shows at colleges, actually. I saw, I want to say it was Buff State where I saw uh, Run DMC, Sugar Ray, and Orgy. Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. I didn't go to it. I really wanted to. We um, we went, uh, there were a shit ton of us. I think we bottomed out my buddy's mom's car because <laughs> there were so many of us. I think oh that was God. the day we did that. <laughs> there may have been more than one occasion where we did that because we were always uh, everywhere. <laughs> but uh, we definitely went to that show, and I, I got to meet uh, Sugar Ray and or well, most of Sugar Ray and and some of the guys at Orgy. I didn't meet Mark McGrath, and I didn't meet uh, what's his name, Gordon, uh, I don't know. Jay Gordon from uh, uh, from Orgy. Um, but you know, we got to meet. So like one of them, I didn't have anything for them to sign, so one of them <laughs> signed my bus schedule. I don't have that anymore. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't imagine. It was a nice thought, though. It was a nice thought. Um, but yeah, was a, that show was a lot of fun. I actually might still even have in my in my big binder of CDs. I might still have the sampler CD that they were given out um, for that tour, the Campus yeah. Invasion tour, um, which was like an enhanced CD, so you could put it in the computer and it would do stuff. I don't. I wonder I, if I it still does stuff. If you yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd imagine probably not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. So, uh, but that was a fun show, so I, I can, you know, I got to see Run DMC before Jam Master J died. Run DMC's playing at the uh, Grammys. Did you know that? No. Run DMC and Aerosmith are performing Walk This Way at the no, Grammys. No, that's so cool. I always joke that I've I've seen both Aerosmith and Run DMC perform Walk This Way, just not together. Right. But they're they're performing apparently at the Grammys together. That's so cool. Um, which is funny because I was watching because the Grammys are on CBS and I was watching the the Chiefs game the other day on CBS and they're advertising the Grammys and they're like, oh well, um, you know we we've got Aerosmith and then we've got Billie Eilish or whatever the fuck her name is and we've got Run DMC. It's like you guys why, did that wrong. Why <laughs> did you separate Run DMC and Aerosmith when they're performing together? That doesn't make any sense. Like. I mean, but of course, you know, these, these guys are just paid to read copy. You can tell by watching football on Fox when they have to talk about WWE. <laughs> there was a, there was a, during the, uh, during the Niners game against Minnesota, uh, which was on Fox, somebody was talking about, uh, I don't know if maybe it was George Kittle's love of wrestling or something, but somewhere along the way they mentioned, oh yeah, pro wrestling, like gorgeous George, like Dude, how old are you? <laughs> that was my grandfather. You know, that, that that gorgeous George is like, for those of you who don't know, he's like the guy who made what we now know as professional wrestling. He's basically what made that mainstream. And like people were buying televisions to see this guy because he was so charismatic on, on whatever wrestling program he was on then, you know, um, but because television was a brand new medium. People didn't own televisions. True. People were like, oh, shit, we got to see this guy. We need to buy us one of them TV sets. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> and and so, like, how old is this guy that his wrestling reference that he goes to is fucking gorgeous George? <laughs> and, and I know, like, some of our listeners who might have been watching wrestling during the Monday Night Wars may remember a different gorgeous George. 
um, who eventually married Doyle from the Misfits. <laughs> but that's a different. That was a, it. Was a female Gorgeous George. Oh, uh, she was okay. Macho Man. She was <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage's girlfriend at the time. She was on TV with him, um, you know, uh, regularly. Uh, apparently, Macho Man Randy Savage like threatened a couple of the members of the Misfits because Doyle was talking to Gorgeous George. She ends up marrying Gorgeous, uh, marrying Doyle. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and and yeah, like so, like there was this uh, when we were talking about trying to open for for Michael Graves, um, it was like I found this story about him being threatened by Macho Man Randy Savage and calling him Mister Man. <laughs> Macho Man, he's instead of Macho Man, Mister Man. We're, we're sorry. <laughs> like, so I was like, man, I need to open this show and I need to wear a Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt just to be a dick. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, and, and, and I'm, I, and, and, and to hope that Michael Graves has a sense of humor and knows that that was just a joke for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> anyway, I, I wouldn't say that people wouldn't have bought a TV to see Gorgeous George in the 90s, but I'm pretty sure that uh, people in the 90s already had TVs. Most so, of them. She, she was not a, she was not a, a bad-looking woman. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, 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 I'll say that. <laughs> what are you saying, huh? I, I'm saying that I'm glad Randy Savage cannot hear this podcast. Okay. Because he would kill me for that, I think. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking today. I, I tweeted about this. I was I was listening to um, a different podcast. Listening to Eric Bischoff's eighty three weeks podcast, and I'm I'm listening to uh, Conrad Thompson shill all these different you know sponsors that they have, and I'm just thinking like, man, you know, I wish I had. I I wish I could be a Conrad Thompson where I can just be a co host on a famous wrestler's podcast, you know, and just talk to them about all these stories that they might have from their years of experience in the business. And I'm just thinking like, who would be a great wrestler to have a podcast that doesn't currently have a podcast? And it just hit me like, man, you know, if Bobby Heenan's health would have allowed it when he was still alive, Bobby Heenan would have been an awesome podcast host because he was like, just amazing at everything he did, but that's neither here nor there. I, you're looking at me like I don't know who Bobby I, I Heenan don't know. is. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, well, you remember I was showing you last week the the video from uh, where Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Yes. Now you remember I said this is this is one of the greatest calls in the history of wrestling, where he's like, oh, you know, one without the other isn't any good, and he's like, oh, yeah, see, I was just saying the you know the you know Shawn Michaels doesn't need Jannetty. I've said that all along. And look at that coward. He tried to jump through the window to escape. That was Bobby Heenan. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I just I miss Bobby Heenan. I, I I had a chance. All three of these guys are gone now. I had a chance to meet Roddy Piper, Bobby Heenan, and Mean Gene Okerlund. And uh, so we it was at uh, WWE Niagara Falls, which Laura likes to reference in our uh, chats or tweets or whatever. Um, it was at WWE Niagara Falls when that was still open. They had uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mean Gene Okerlund and Rowdy Roddy Piper doing a special edition of Piper's Pit, which was Roddy Piper's talk show. Um, and after that, they're doing an autograph session. Well, me and my buddies, we showed up five minutes late. Like, like maybe not even five minutes. It might have been less than that. But mm. the security guard was just a dick. He's like, no, you guys are late. You can't go in. 
He's just a dick. So I never got to meet Mean Gene Oakland. I never got to meet Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I never got to meet Bobby the Brain Heenan. And none of them are with us anymore. Aww. And, and, and that... I hate that fucking security guard to this day. And I don't even remember what the dude looks like or if he had a name. I don't, it's just, if he had a name, like, and, and I don't care what he looked like or if he had a name. Cause he was a dick. Hey, look, there's peanuts on your floor. Why is there peanuts on my floor? This I is not the fucking one. Texas roadhouse or whatever the fuck restaurant. <laughs> Longhorn steakhouse. Is that what it, I don't fucking know. What's the one with the peanuts on the floor? There's a couple of them. I think both of those are ones with peanuts on the floor. The brew pub. Yeah, whatever. Did what you the, ever go to the brew pub? No, I haven't. I've never been to a restaurant with peanuts on the floor because I like my restaurants clean, which is why I won't eat at the Burger King down the street here. Do they have peanuts on the floor? No, but uh, they are pretty dirty, and uh, some friends got uh, some food poisoning there. Ooh, um, great. Also, that's why I'll never eat at the McDonald's on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, and also, I would not eat at the Taco Bell anymore. At, at on on Niagara Falls Boulevard because one of them had like Hep C or something like that oh. or Hep B or I don't know, but um, how does that even happen? How many times have I seen John Cena? That's that's kind of a loaded question because I've seen John Cena performing rap or wrestling. What that that might yes. narrow this down because I never saw him when he was doing his rap concert thing. Okay, because nobody wanted to go with me. I wanted to go. I I will put that out there. I wanted to go. But nobody would go with me. My buddy Brandon, Brandon actually went to that John Cena concert. Oh, why did when he you played, go with Brandon? Because I didn't know Brandon at the time. Oh. I found out years later that Brandon went to that show. I'm like, oh man, I wish I knew you then. Of course, of course, Brandon went to every show. He went to that show, and also he was at the Aquabats show that I was at that same summer at the same venue. Oh, uh, and I I didn't know Brandon at the time, so <laughs> you know. Now I know Brandon, and Brandon's actually coming to 96 Bitter Beings tomorrow night. I'm I'm very thankful Aww. that he. Uh, reached out and was like, oh, man, let me get a CKY ticket. Like, yeah, okay, dude, cool. I'll, I'll meet you up at the mall. Sweet. I was very bummed that the uh, that Tabby Town was closed that Aww. day. They were doing uh, inventory or something. So inventory. I, Let's count the kitties. They got other stuff besides kitties. They got to count the kitties. They got to count the cat toys and the catnip and the, the you know, other stuff, they, the cat beds and everything else they sell there. Um They had, a, there was a couple of cats in the windows, so I got to, I got to at least see the cats in the windows. I like to go in Tabby Town and just look at the cats and pet the cats. <laughs> I went in there with Madison one day. I took her to see uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And we go into, um, I took her to the theater at the McKinley Mall to see Wreck-It Ralph. And we go into the we go into the mall and we're at Tabby Town and there's these two little baby kittens. And they're playing and she's just standing there and she's giving me this puppy dog eyes. Aww. Wants these kittens. Like, no, we can't have more kittens. And then our cat <laughs> had kittens. So it's like, oh, great. Now we have fucking kittens <laughs> who keep me up at fucking night when I'm trying to sleep. And th- how many years later? I got jeez, I got up like three or four times last night before I was able to finally fall asleep because I had to yell at the cats for different shit. It went through. Was, it was going through all the way up until this morning when I picked up what they were playing with. I was so tired. Like I, just I know wanted, you were. I wanted to go to bed. I'm just like... Sitting here like, come on, Slater said, fuck job, dude. I just want to go to bed. I got one job left to do tonight. And I have to wait for it. Yeah. And and so I'm sitting here, like, just trying to stay awake. And finally I get the job, do the job, send the job, put it in the invoice. And I'm like, I can go to bed. 
And then the cats are playing with this fucking piece of paper some from tissue paper that was some packaging. Yeah, from, from like all the, we have all this different paper from different packages. <laughs> the cats the are playing microphone with microphone packages. The microphone packages. And what were the white ones from? I don't even they know. They were from the microphone packages were they? too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. So. Yeah, I have no idea. But there's just all this packing paper all around, and the cats are just making all kinds of noise. Just so I get up and I yell at Squirrel. Mm-mm, squirrel. And Squirrel's just like, okay, cool. So now Reese and Squirrel are in the bedroom. But I'm still hearing noise because the paper's right up against the door and Sylvester's trying to reach in and get the paper. Oh, my God. So I had to go yell at Sylvester and then move the paper away from the door. Because <laughs> otherwise, he's just going to be, you know, tapping at the door trying to get in. Yeah, he's... Yeah, like I'm just trying to sleep, you guys. And then I wasn't feeling good, so I woke you up, and I I, I saw <laughs> in your face you were like, "No, not now, <laughs> not today." Yeah, you know, normally I am like right there with you, sitting up and checking on you, making sure how you're doing. But I'm like, no, I am sleeping. <laughs> I I am sleeping. I got up early yesterday, like right like right after the microphones got delivered. I was up, and I'm like, "Ooh, new toys." <laughs> so I'm in here and I'm doing, I'm setting up the microphones and everything. And then uh, like I had band practice and I didn't fall asleep when I was trying to take a nap before band practice. Yeah. I had to go to the fucking Walmart yesterday and all that yeah. shit. Um, so I, I had a lot going on yesterday. I was just tired. I just wanted to go to bed. Yes, Laura, you are correct. It is music time. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get into some more music here. This is Tooth, uh, who are playing Friday at Milky's with Citrus Maxima. And Hydrone, uh, and this song is called Don't Cut Me Down on all WNY Think So Joe Show.
That was Tooth on all WNY Think So Joe show. You know, I really... See, I'm leaning into the microphone. I'm I so used too. to... <laughs> I gotta get used to these. Um, I really liked that song. I thought it was really cool. Uh, but that's just not what I expected from capital T, capital O, capital O, capital T, capital <laughs> I, should, I, I mean, should I really be... I, I should really say that the name of this band was Tooth! Right, exactly. But they don't sound like a Tooth! They, I don't know what they sound like, but they don't sound like a tooth either. But, I mean, whatever. When I was in high school, I was in a band called Swollen Teeth. Yeah. And that reminded me of it. And then what's the other band? Uh, Citrus Maxima. My uh, The next band that I was in in high school was called um, Razor Orange. <laughs> so that that really... That whole show appeals to that, you. It does. It does. And then we called the collaboration of the two bands... Swollen orange razor tooth. I, I I can confirm, by the way, that my kid is not playing the music is our thing on Saturday. <laughs> I saw her high school list and I'm like, uh, is this something I should know about? Yeah. <laughs> can it, just, That might give me an excuse to go. And then it's like, uh, she's like, no, I'm not playing that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're here this weekend. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so. actually really proud of myself for being able to keep track of that. Yeah, I'm glad you are because I, I, yeah. my brain is frazzled right now with everything. So, oh my god, <laughs> I got shows to man, shows to keep up with, album to record, and uh, we got to get photos done because we we had a we have an official new member in the band. So yeah, <laughs> got to get photos done and then get the album art done and everything. So yeah. it's just been. What are you doing for the album art? Don't know yet. Haven't really discussed it. We just kind of said this is what we need to do. Okay. This is what we need to get done before the CD release, whenever that ends up being. This is everything we need to do. This is what the band fund will currently cover, and we might need to actually put money into this <laughs> again. Because so far, we haven't had to put much in. Right, right. And, and, and John, our drummer, has not had to put anything in because he was not part of the band yeah. when we didn't have a band fun. So, you know, that's, uh, that's all going on right now is we're recording. We're, uh, you know, we're playing a bunch of shows and I got the Niners in the Super Bowl. Joe's going to the Super Bowl. I he wish I was going to the Super Bowl. Anybody got five grand I can borrow? 
to, He's to serious. get seriously to get me to Miami and get me a ticket to the game. I'm down. I would I would so go. I've never been to an NFL game. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. I've never been. I have been to every. No, I, I can't say that. I was going to say every AFC stadium. I have not been uh, to the stadium where the Super Bowl is, which is where the Dolphins play. Uh, I have been to MetLife Stadium, which is where the Jets play, uh, and also the Giants, so I've been to an NFC East stadium. Um, I've been to where the Patriots play, Gillette, uh, Gillette Stadium in uh, Foxborough, uh, and I've been to New Era Field, but not for a football game. And oddly enough, New Era Field is the last of those three that I had been to. Oh. Which is funny, because it's the one that is right up the street from me. That's, yeah, it really is. Like, if I really, if it was a nice day, you know, not too hot and not snowing and freezing, it might be, you know, I could probably walk there. You are insane, though. I am insane. That is true. Um, But it's not far. It's really not. Um, So, uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous that it, it should be ridiculous that that is the last of the three of the NFC, AFC East stadiums I've been to. Um, but of course I've been to all of them for concerts or wrestling. So <laughs> concerts and wrestling don't come here. Not to the stadium anyway. No. So finally it was like, Oh, Hey, guns and roses is coming to new era field. And I'm like, fuck, I can't afford those tickets. And Brian's like, Hey, you got 20 bucks. I got cheap seats. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't really want to do cheap seats, but yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm really glad I did because once it got dark out, I, I was able to get really into it. Like once it, when it was light out and I could see like the seat, the, the seats at the end of the stadium that weren't open mm-hmm. and I could see those like behind slash. I'm just like, that's, man, I can't get into this, you know, cause I, cause you basically watch the show on the big giant video yeah. screens. Um, cause they look like fucking ants from where we were sitting. Um, that's also where I saw live for the first time, and they were fucking terrible. They were great when I saw them. They were awful. Did you you saw them? But you saw them with Ed Kowalczyk, right? The, yes. The original, the original lead lineup. I saw them with Ed Kowalczyk as well. And Years apart, though. They were yeah. Well, I guess. Um, I saw them in '99. Of course, of course. The joke is that now I've I've seen uh, a bunch of the uh, I, I've seen several uh, actors from Fight Club. Uh, in concert, or oh. at least at least two of them. What two? Uh, well, I I have seen uh, Jared Leto. Okay. And I've seen uh, Ed Kowalczyk. Oh, oh, and he was in that. He was very briefly in that. Um, none of them, neither of them, were any good either time I saw them. And the thing is, is like I saw live like way after their heyday. Basically, I saw them in their heyday. Right. So, so you you had that benefit. Um, what was that around like uh, Secret Samadhi, like Lakini's Juice era, or was that like Dolphins Cry? Dolphins or? Cry. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was like you know right at the tail end of they their peak. Peaking. Like it's falling like falling down. It's like lightning crash. Like like I alone lightning crashes. Uh, you know, uh, Lakini's Juice. Dolphins cry. <laughs> Everything else. <laughs> did Ed Kowalczyk did some solo? He Christian, did some solo Christian stuff. Did some solo stuff. Like uh, I listened to it and I was like, I why does this have to be Christian? Because it is nice music, 
but I can't even get into it because it was like preaching the scripture. My buddy John actually went and saw Ed Kowalczyk at uh, Thursday of the Square, mm. back when it was at the Square, back when it was on Thursdays. <laughs> back when it was that thing that it was. Back when, it, yeah, back when it was that thing. I'm watching me uh, describe the rise and fall of uh, of live on the. Uh, on the actual YouTube stream right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I did not have the benefit of seeing them in the 90s. I saw them in the 2010s. Yeah. Um, but 30 Seconds to Mars I saw when they were like on everybody's, you know, everybody's was talking about them. Mm-hmm. And the thing about 30 Seconds to Mars is I've seen them twice. I thought they sucked both times. Yeah. People who have seen them at both of the shows that I saw them at, but also saw them like two other times are like, yeah, you know, they were really good two of the times I saw them, but they sucked the other two times. So, unfortunately, the two times yeah. I saw them were the two times they sucked. That is that is unfortunate. I guess. Because, um, like, I'll you know, I, I would hear a 30 Seconds to Mars song on the radio and be like, cool, man, I could get into this. I like the, the, I, I could dig this. I wouldn't know it if it was on. And then, like, I would see them in concert and be like, no, this is not very good. I don't like this. <laughs> um, the first time I saw them was with Our Lady Peace. Um, and the second time I saw them was with Our Lady Peace as part of a festival. Oh. <laughs> um, of course, I was at the show for Our Lady Peace. I don't give a fuck about who else was on the show yeah. when, I, when I went to see Our Lady Peace. Of course, I, I really wanted to see Billy Idol at the show that I went to that also had 30 Seconds to Mars, but I didn't get to because that stupid fucking bridge was closed. Oh. Um, and I needed to get back to Niagara Falls, and there wasn't a thing like Uber to get me there, and I had no money anyway because um, I was, you know, I was broke as fuck back then. Um, but I, so I still haven't seen Billy Idol, but that was a fucking killer day, like, overall because, like, um... We, uh, I was just talking to Kevin about this because it's like, um, and like Flogging Molly was on the show, right? Mm-hmm. And in anticipation for Flogging Molly, the crowd is just swaying back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then we all just fucking fell. That's adorable. We all just collapsed on each other. Just like, because like somebody fell and then everybody else just fell. That's great. Uh, and Static X was on that show. Cool. Back when Wayne was still with us, yeah, uh, I, I I had the privilege of seeing Static X with Wayne Static uh, at least twice. So I saw them once. I actually hung out with them on El Nino's bus. I saw. So I went to um, like the Family Values tour, the last one, which was like the one that didn't have corn and didn't have Limp Biscuit, but it was like uh, Stained, Stone Temple Pilots, Static X, Lincoln Park. And, like, Dead Sea for some reason. And um, it's crazy to look back on this show because Chester Bennington's gone. Mm-hmm. Scott Weiland is gone. Yeah. And uh, Wayne Static is gone. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, three of the five frontmen from this show that I went to are fucking dead. Yeah. Like, wow. Crazy. It is. Yeah. Yet somehow I've seen Eminem four times and he's still out. He's still out there. Just dropped a new album. People are just letting him keep going. We listened to we, Brian and I were uh, listening to Brian had it on in the car yesterday. Of course he did. I I had not heard it. I really didn't like his last album, uh, which I think was Kamikaze or whatever. It was the one with the Beastie Boys inspired uh, album cover. Um, but I was like, 
I really didn't like that album, so I was like not enthused about, oh, Eminem put out a new album. But I was listening to it in the car. I didn't even know it was Eminem, first of all. Mm. Um, but the songs that I was listening to, and, and particularly the one I was paying attention to, uh, which actually has a Bobby the Brain Heenan reference in it. Don't point at me. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> anyway, um, has Bobby the Brain Heenan wrestling reference in there. Anyway, um, apparently he set a, a new world record for the fastest rap on this particular song on this new album called Godzilla. And so I was like, so I heard somebody say the word Godzilla. I'm like, oh, this is the song everybody's talking about. And so I kind of had to like sit there and kind of listen. You know, I, I will eventually probably listen to the whole album when I'm not in the car with Brian and having a conversation. <laughs> uh, not saying Brian talks a lot, just saying that we were having a conversation. No, so it I'll been, say it. I'll say it. So it would have been, you know, inappropriate to ignore him and listen to the music. Um Brian actually sent me a thing the other day, um, and I had to send it to Turtle because Turtle's the biggest Green Day fan I know. He sent me this video um, and a SoundCloud that accompanies this video. The video is these kids who took a fake leak of a uh, Green Day album track list. Like when before Green Day announced... Um, Father of All, or whatever that new album that they're putting out is, um, there was a leaked album like track list. So these kids, knowing it was a fake, were just like, you know what would be cool? Just because they're musicians, they're like, I, I have an idea. Why don't we try to make a Green Day album just as a challenge to ourselves? Let's try and make a Green Day album. And... Let's try to convince people it's a Green Day album. So they, uh, this video that I was sent is just the documentation of them doing all of this shit to trick people into thinking Green Day was working on a secret album. Now, if you remember a couple of months ago, Green Day was releasing songs from this new album, which is supposed to be their last for their current record company. And people are just like, okay, well, you know, this shit over here that Green Day is officially releasing, this is the bullshit album that they're putting out to get out of the record contract, but they've got this secret album they're working on that they're going to release after this one comes out and they're done with the record label. All of that turned out to be, like, like the, the other album turned out to be completely fake, done by these high school kids. Like, they made album art and all this other shit. And then they, they put out on YouTube just the documentation of them doing this. They shot it in fucking portrait mode for some reason. Uh, but I, um, but they also released the entire album on SoundCloud. And I was listening to this the other day because I watched this video. I didn't even realize Brian had sent me the SoundCloud link. So I put on this album and I'm like, holy shit, this is better than the last five Green Day albums. It's it, it it it's like the best Green Day I've heard since American Idiot, and it's not even Green Day. <laughs> it's kids pretending to be Green Day. Wow. And I, you know, I, I thought it was really cool, so I sent it to my buddy Turtle, who's like this huge Green Day fan, and he just goes, the fuck? <laughs> I said, I well, I sent it to you because I thought you'd appreciate it as a big Green Day fan. He's like, why would they waste all that time doing that? I said, I could, as a musician, I can understand the, you know, wanting to challenge yourself aspect of 
we need, you know, let's, let's make a green day album. Yeah. And I, so I thought it was pretty cool. And I thought it, I thought it sounded better than, you know, like I said, the last five green day albums starting with 21st century breakdown all the way through to revolution radio. And, and uh, I guess we could throw six in there with this, you know, father of all, whatever album they're putting out next. And, um, you know, hey, more power to these kids. I don't yeah. know, you know, if they want to, they, they put a lot of time and effort into it, and uh, it sounds like a fucking Green Day record. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I thought that was excellent. Yeah. I, I, so good for them. Yeah. If they and they apparently fooled a lot of people too, because apparently, like all these pictures they were leaking and like clips of songs that they were leaking. Uh, we're like trending on Reddit or whatever the fuck you do on Reddit. Oh. Yeah, I haven't really been able to figure Reddit out. I I've used Reddit on and off in the past. Uh, right now is one of them off times. I haven't used it in a while. I have a couple of accounts. One was like I went on there specifically to go into like uh, Squared Circle, uh, which is like the wrestling uh, Reddit, oh. and also uh, Squared Circle Jerk, which is the uh, wrestling parody Reddit. Okay. Uh, but I also have one, I think under Think So Joe, where I, you know, I'm subscribed to like a bunch of YouTube, uh, you know, how to get subscribers on YouTube uh, stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so, you know, all that said, um, yeah. So they they uh, made the made the front page at Reddit. That's what you do. You make the front page at Reddit. Okay. Uh, with these fake Green Day, uh, you know, album covers and song clips and shit like that, but. It's it's really fantastic if you are a Green Day fan. Uh, maybe look for it, check it out. I cannot think of the name of it off the top of my head, but uh, <laughs> what uh, use are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it was it was it was uh, very entertaining to watch them. Just uh, you know, like oh, and and here's how I came up with you know here's how I was able to sing like Billy Joe Armstrong, and he's like I would sing an actual like line from a Green Day song, and then I would sing the lines from our songs. Just in the same style, I sang that line from the Green Day song. Like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. That's clever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, then it shows him singing a song from Dookie, and it's like, well, you don't really sound like Billy Joe Armstrong here, but you do sound like Billy. But it worked. Whatever, you know. Yeah. So, um. Having a blast, I think, would probably be my go-to singing Green Day song. I think if I were trying to sound like Billy Joe, <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong, <laughs> I could play Green Day Rock Band again sometime soon. That was a fun game. Oh, get all your Rock Band stuff get out my, of the front closet. Get all the Rock Band stuff out. Play some Rock Band. Well, I don't have Xbox 360 controllers, so all I can play is uh, Rock Band. So <laughs> you notice the look. <laughs> You noticed the look. Who's responsible how, for it? How did I do that? Did it fall in the mop bucket? You knocked it into the mop bucket. It was the mop bucket. Yeah, my Xbox. Yeah. You knocked both of the controllers into the mop bucket. Yeah. The broken one still works. <laughs> but it's useless because it's broken. <laughs> I keep it because I keep I, I have the, batter, the, the battery packs. So I use it to charge the batteries when I'm using the other controller. But now the other controller doesn't work, so I have no working Xbox 360 controllers, which is fine because I have an Xbox One, so what the fuck do I need Xbox 360 controllers for? Eventually, I'll get new ones so I can play some of the games that I really enjoy playing on the Xbox 360. MLB Stickball is a fun game. It's um, It's got all the... It's got, like, Major League Baseball players, but instead of playing baseball, you're playing stickball like you would play when you were a kid. Yeah, cool. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, games like, uh, oh, I don't know, I can't think of them off the top of them, but like the Mortal Kombat collection is on there. Can't play that right now. Sorry. Yeah. Just trying to clean your damn house. I have to get an arcade one up just to replace that now. Or I could, you know, spend 250 bucks less and get an Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I, if if anything is going to get me to finally cave and buy an arcade one-up, it'll be NBA Jam, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I saw the Ninja Turtles one at Walmart yesterday. It wasn't turned on, though. I was like, man, I would so kill this next half hour I got to kill before this bus by playing this. <laughs> Which is you probably what... Which is probably why it was off in the first right. place. Because <laughs> right. I would so be in there like, all right, I'm going to be Michelangelo. <laughs> I, just, I think my go-to is usually Leonardo because he's got the reach with, this, with the katanas. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, it's got the Nickelodeon logo right on the bottom of it, the Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. Because Nickelodeon owns the rights to the Ninja Turtles right now. Yeah. Um, back, of course, when these games came out, Nickelodeon was nowhere near this property. Pizza Hut was all over it, though. You could go... So, like, you know, Domino's is in the uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the pizza pizza dude's got 30 seconds. He can't find the place because it's in the sewer. Mm-hmm. The, the joke, and it's the Domino's pizza guy. The reason that that's Domino's pizza is because Domino's and Pizza Hut both wanted to be part of the Ninja Turtles franchise. So, Domino's got the movie part. Okay. What Pizza Hut got is Pizza Hut, uh, if you play the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1989 arcade game, there are Pizza Hut logos in the game. Mm-hmm. They also got to distribute the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles album coming out of their shells. Wow. Yes. Which I used to have the cassette of, and I no longer do. That's a shame. That is very much a shame. Um, if anybody... I used to have all the videotapes, too, of, uh, of all those performances... Uh, like, so they had like the concert video yeah. and they had like a behind the scenes of the concert video. Okay. And I used to have those too on VHS. Um, the concert video was on YouTube. I don't know if it still is. So don't quote me on that if you're looking for it, but it was on YouTube and I have watched it in the past like five or six years. <laughs> and I'm like, man. These songs suck. <laughs> I used to think Cowabunga was like the coolest song because it's Michelangelo rapping. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite part of that whole concert, though, was um, like the shredder has an actual shredder. Like a paper shredder? Not a paper shredder, but like you throw things into it and it shreds them. Wow. So it was like it was basically a confetti cannon. Okay. And he would throw something in and it would shoot. So he's like, my, my favorite line in the whole fucking show is, who likes new kids on the block? And he's got a new kids on the block CD in his hand. He's like, I hear they're breaking up. And he throws it in there and just, can't, it just shoots <laughs> off. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you want some 90s nostalgia, there you go. That might still be on YouTube. Go go take a look. See if you can find it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it, it might be worth it. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to play one more song. This is from our showmates tomorrow night, Canaton. Uh, they are playing tomorrow night with uh, 96 Bitter Beings, uh, Native Howl, Locust Grove, and Living Brain Dead. 
That's tomorrow night at Mohawk Place. I get yeah. to play Mohawk Place, not with yellow sauce. <laughs> uh, because that's the only time I've played Mohawk. No, I've played with XM Priory, actually. I played uh, one song with, oh, with XM Priory. Yeah. We did uh, a Think So Brain song back in the day at, at Mohawk Place a couple of years ago. Uh, but anyway, I digress. This is Canaton. This song is called Fake Book. And we'll see you next week on the Think So Joe Show on all WNY. Hey!